Those haters can't stand us. Left hand up. Who are we? The commanders. 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 We fight for RDC. Who are we? The commanders. 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 Left hand up. Who are we? Welcome back, fans. This is the ballroom news. So, like I said, all my Commander fans, even the people who don't watch Commanders but still want to be a part of the ballroom, everybody come on and listen as Sergeant Suave speak on what's going on with the Commanders. So, week one is in the books. First game in over 20 years that the ownership of the name we don't speak of anymore is gone. In the beginning, we had this feeling of it's a new day yes it is then as the game progressed then the feeling of <laughs> but ultimately it ended like golf clap golf clap so it was a good bad or ugly only thing is a win is a win. A win is a win. I don't care what y'all say. A win. Now I know what some of y'all are thinking when it comes to the Cardinals. They're tanking. They weren't really playing hard. They're losing on a good note to get Caleb Williams in the next draft. But if you have eyes and watch that game, apparently the players didn't get that breakfast memo to lose the game. They were looking to win. And who could blame them? Basically, the NFL and the fans feel like they are the worst team in the league and are willing to be that way to get Caleb Williams and trade Kyler Murray. They got an unproven head coach who motivation video couldn't motivate a soul. And they got rid of one of the best receivers in the league in DeAndre Hopkins, and then still Kyler Murray. Even all of that, they were going against a team who has a quarterback who is technically in his first season. That last game against the Cowboys, you know, some people don't really consider that a game. Even though we do, we're glad he beat the Cowboys because we don't like the Cowboys. But this is technically his first season. So, you have that. We have a great offensive coordinator in Eric Benamy in his first season with the Commanders. Yes, he was with the Chiefs. Yes, he was with them for years. Yes, in five years in the time that those time being with him, three Super Bowls, five championships. Yes, five AFC championships. But it's the first year with us. New ownership. And a star defensive player, Chase Young, who hasn't been playing. More on that later as well. So this game, while many fans, including myself, believe we should win hands down, I know from a football player standpoint, being thrown away like trash and looked on to, on to the next week will get you very angry and be like, oh, you don't respect me? I'm going to make you respect me. And that's how the game looked. But if you didn't watch the game and just saw the stats, you would think the Commanders had a decent game. For instance, Sam Howell completed 19 and 31 passes for 202 yards, one touchdown and one interception. He added two rushes for 11 yards and a rushing touchdown, becoming the first Washington quarterback to do that since Jay Schroeder in 1986 in a week one game. Brian Robinson Jr. ran 19 times for 59 yards and a seven yard touchdown reception. Washington did not allow a, an offensive touchdown in a week one game for the seventh time in history, franchise history. That was the first time 
since week one of the 2004 season, 19 years ago. Washington held Arizona 4 of 14 on third down. The 10th lowest opening week percentage in franchise history. On to the defensive side. Montez Sweat, who deserved the game ball, for real, because listen to this, had two sacks, two forced fumbles, two tackles for a loss, and a quarterback hit, and became the first Washington player to record one and a half or more sacks, two or more forced fumbles, and a single game since Brandon Merriweather in 2014. You hear all of that, right? And then you think, so why was the score 20 to 16? Well, I'm glad you asked. First half, the offense struggled against the Cardinals. But once again, that was expected, well, for me, because everything is first. Like I talked about Airbnb, me. Like I talked about Sam Howell. Like I talked about the Elmo. Everything is literally a first. You know, even though we have players that were there since last year and players that were there for years before, it's a first because the feeling in the building is a first. The feeling of any, no, no big distractions. I mean, you gonna have you gonna have it's NFL team. You gonna have some distractions here and there, but the biggest one of the person we don't speak that name of no more is gone. So it's a first to feel like it's relaxed. So everything is a first. And once again, when it comes to a first offensive coordinator, you got it's a new system, and they must learn this new system because sometimes it does take time for a system to be perfected. But the biggest issue is issue I've mentioned before. And I have said it plenty of times, and that's protection. You can have Barry Sanders, Terrell Owens, Calvin Johnson, Randy Moore, all these good players, but if you're not protecting the quarterback, especially if you only got like maybe one second or two seconds to, to throw the football, and let me tell you something, that's football time, that's fast. It ain't no one, two seconds, you one, two, no, it's literally like, 0.51. It's, it's literally that fast in the field because everybody's coming at you full speed ahead. So if you, don't, you can't protect the quarterback, he's, you know, how you get those balls to them? You can't place the ball over to the right side, have a snap to the receiver by. This ain't matter. It ain't a glitch like that. But I've always had this argument with football fans when it comes to Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Because if you just put some of those famous Hall of Fame quarterbacks by a certain offensive lines, would they still be in the Hall of Fame? So with this offensive line, it has been in question for years. Even we had Trent Williams. The offensive line on the other side was average at best. So in this game, Commanders allowed six sacks. While I met a couple of times, it was Howell's fault. The other time, it just let the offensive line was just paperweight for the defense. Cardinals was blitzing a good number of times. And they were looking to put some heat on Howell. Hey, absolutely. Pause. Pause. Oh, that was crazy. Late hits. Rush, roughing the passer. Personal fouls. And they were rushing five, sometimes six players towards offense. But ultimately, it was too many mistakes, to be honest. But this is what makes a good team great. Can you make those mistakes and turn around, turn them around at the end to win? <laughs> and they did. And it took Emmanuel Forbes, who's going to going to put players on that Forbes list. Yeah, we had you know the referees at Rivas Allen. Well, Emmanuel Forbes, as a fan, we got he got the Forbes list. And he's going to use that to back down the final throw to secure the win against the Cardinals. Now, that was week one's preview. I mean, we, excuse me, week one's recap. But we're going to take a break. And when we come back at the break, we're going to do a preview to week two. 
talk about some of the injuries, and then we're going to get on. And we're all going to sit back and watch. And I'm going to get my prediction who's going to win between the Commanders and the Broncos. Now stay tuned, y'all. Don't leave the, leave the ballroom. You go take a bathroom break. Go, get some, go, go to the vending machine. Go get some snacks. But come back to the ballroom. Because this presentation, we ain't finished yet. We got more to go. Stay tuned, y'all. In the criminal justice system, sexually based offenses are considered especially heinous. In New York City, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as the Special Victims Unit. These are their stories. Yo, welcome back, y'all. As we look towards week two against the Broncos, so far, the injury report are as follows. On the defensive side, Cornerback Jartavius Martin still dealing with a concussion, and since the since yesterday Friday, he has not practiced so far. So right now his game status is really unspecified. Curtis Samuel, the receiver, has been dealing with a hip injury, so so far his practice has been limited. His game status has been unspecified. Excuse me, since this is an updated injury report from the Washington Commanders. Sam Cosby has been dealing with a shoulder injury. But he had been full practice since Wednesday, and we expect him to go fully this Sunday against the Broncos. And lastly, Terry McClellan, you know, dealing with the toe injury. He's been full practice up to now, and he expected to play. But the biggest story, I say the biggest story, I say the biggest story that's happening this Sunday, we finally get the debut of Chase Young. And all I can say is finally no you're not hearing me all i can say is finally 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 he's back there, oh my god okay it's happening everybody stay calm what's the everybody procedure everyone calm. what's the procedure stay calm. Wait, 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 wait. Everybody calm down as far as the game goes nobody should look at this game as a shoe-in again because as we just seen with the Cardinals, even though we won, anything can happen on any given Sunday. So the Broncos does have two proven personnel with former Super Bowl winning coach Sean Payton and former Super Bowl winning quarterback and MVP Russell Wilson. And by looking at the game, even though it's early and they did lose, Wilson didn't play that bad. 17-19 for 125 yards and two touchdowns is not something to sleep on. And by fantasy points, they have the running back Jamal Williams for the Broncos with an average of 15 points, which is pretty high for a running back against a defense who played lights out against the Cardinals. Yes, it's still too early to tell for everything, but it's only week two. And what we're not going to do is overreact on just one game, especially when, again, two teams are going against each other with new systems in action. But my prediction for this game is going to be a close one again with the score being 21 to 17 in favor of the Commanders. All right, y'all, we just got the prediction. We got the preview of the game. We talked about week one's recap between the Commanders and the Cardinals. So we're just going ahead and finish it off, y'all. But come on back. Like I said, go take a bathroom break, go to the vending machine. We're going to finish this boardroom news right here on your Washington Commander boardroom. Being an NFL fan is the greatest. Unless your home team doesn't match your hometown. Because it's hard for dolphins to survive in the desert. 
and eagles don't tend to nest with giants. But with NFL Sunday Ticket on YouTube, you can watch your favorite teams out of market Sunday games. So no matter where you live, it'll feel a little more like home, at least on Sundays. NFL Sunday Ticket, only on YouTube and YouTube TV. Last chance to save $50. That's it for the meeting, y'all. I'd like to thank everybody who attended and also listened. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Broadcaster of the Seven Cities. Like, share, subscribe, and comment as well. Subscribe to the podcast, So Disrespectful Radio Show. So, until next time, next meeting, stay blessed, stay good, and stay lifted. Peace. Those haters can't stand us. Left hand up. Who are we? The commanders. 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 We fight for RDC. Who are we? The commanders. 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 Left hand up. Who are we? The commanders.